When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Yet another beautiful morning. It's that time, of, that time of year in New York, Key. Beautiful weather. It's basically L.A. weather right now in New York. 50s, lies, 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 and more lies. 50s, clear, sunny. Oh, no, it's beautiful out here right now. What is it in yeah, L.A. right enjoy now? Enjoy it. Uh, 68 degrees. It's At that little, time, really? It's a, yeah, it's a little overcast, but it blows off around 3.30, I guess. But it's a little fa- overcast, a little mist. My favorite thing to do when I first moved out there was... Marine uh, layers, they like to call it? Yeah. When I first moved out there, I'd be on the beach or something. My favorite thing was in February, when I knew there was a snowstorm in New York, is sending pictures to people back home on the beach in February. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. New York. I was just talking to New before we came in in our pre-production. Why, and I want to ask you, because you're a New Yorker, I just want to know. Mm-hmm. Why do all New Yorkers who have tickets to sporting events, yeah. or, or New Yorkers in general, because everybody doesn't have the same section, the same seat, the same aisle, right? They love to see you as an athlete and say, oh, I, I was at uh, the Jet game in section you know, 169, row 8, seat 12. I literally have probably heard those same seats multiple times. I'm like, well, that's not the same guy. That's not the same family. Why, why is that, Max? Wait, wait. Why is why is it that New York sports fans yeah. love to tell you the section? Yeah, yeah. The seat, the aisle, just everything about. But you're you saying know, it's not true? It, it's, it, I find it very hard yeah. for multiple people to have the same seat. <laughs> well, I mean, because right. you, you can't make every game, so you give the but tickets away it, or you sell them oh on the secondary God. market or I something. Find it, and they don't even look the same. But they tell you, <laughs> we have season tickets. It's not that we went to a game. It's always, hey, I got season tickets. Yo, it's section 365, row eight, you know, da 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 da. I'm like, me and New was just talking about it. I'm like, why is that? Yeah, you got season tickets to go to three games, and then, and then you either give the others away or you, you, I you sell only them. Hear it, I only hear it in New York sports. Really? Fans. They don't do it in Philly? Yates, they don't do it in Philly? What, mention, like, tickets yeah. and where you sit? Yeah. I think Pat? it would depend on what, what type of fan you're talking about. Yeah, I'm also Most talking to like, the wrong two dudes. These guys don't have money for season tickets. Yeah, two. season tickets. No, you know I, we were no, you know what I'm saying, right? Because New York, New goes to the games. And New he's got like one of them in. type of joints. He's one of them bulls. Yo, I was in Section 14 when the Knicks were doing this. <laughs> I was in the rafters. Yeah, no, people do that. That's part of it. They want to let you know like, about their fandom. They're selling themselves, uh, no pun intended, to you and how diehard they are uh, in terms of a fan. You got Any of you guys ever have punk? season tickets? So I never had season tickets. I would like, you know, I would go get tickets when I needed them, right? Of course you go get Gideons. Why would you? Yeah, but right, exactly. But even for the playoffs, Key, I used to wait on for Knicks tickets, playoff tickets to go on sale. You would have to it was a, it was around the block. So you'd be you'd have to stand there all night 
Me and my brother go down there, stand there all night on a line that went around the block, and then they give you a certain number you were allowed to buy, right? And mm-hmm. then you, you'd sold a couple of those to pay for yours and then a little bit. But, like, that's, that's how you got to see playoff games. Yeah, see, in L.A., when we went to the Dodger games, the tickets were, were expensive in comparison to, you know, what we could afford. So we might miss the first inning or two right. because the tickets are going to drop. So we're there. We're waiting to get Gideon's. The ticket price is going to drop because they're not going to eat them. Right, they're not, they, at the end of the day, start of the game, I mean, before the start of the game, it might be 20 bucks or whatever the case is. By the time you miss the first inning and a half, that 20 bucks drops to four. Right, right. So you miss an inning or two and you still get basically, people might miss an inning or two anyway in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Gideon's. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was I, I mean, I funny. remember, not to take it down memory links, I want to talk about the Celtics and everything and, and, and their chances of coming back. But, Key, I remember, I'd be playing, and this is going to sound like, Old-timey New York, right? But let's say I'd be with my, my best friend, right? We'd be in Brooklyn, and we'd just be playing stickball. Or, you know, whatever, in the morning, in the afternoon. And all of a sudden, someone would be like, my brother or my friend, or someone would say, let's go up to Yankee Stadium. It was just like that. You just hop on the train, right? A token, let's say it's the weekend a to- or the summertime, a token, five bucks to sit in the bleachers. If you, had, if you had $10, oh, you were good. You could do it for like seven bucks. Round trip. And sit in the bleachers, and you didn't, and you could get there in the first inning. Well, guess what, Max? You can't pay for parking now with seven no. bucks. Seven bucks out of the those question. Were, those were the days. <laughs> That's right. So you, wait, who pays for parking anymore? Jeez. Well, you a lot of people pay for parking. What are you talking? What do you about? mean? Who pays for parking, Pat? No, you just got to find free parking places and then just walk. Yeah. I don't See, know. you guys Pat are just you puts guys that, are just that, that little touch. cop badge, and he puts that little, you know. In 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 the window, and he's good. Yeah, I don't know what we missed. I, I mean, you pay for parking. Now yep. you you pay for parking. I I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, when you were when we were kids in New York, no one paid for parking because yeah. you took the train up to Yankee yeah. Stadium. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about now. Well, I'm not walking five blocks to go to a damn stadium, Pat. Yeah, and I'm not driving to the stadium either. I'm hopping in a car or... or, or yeah, and I'm on. probably not driving to a stadium either. I'm probably yeah. hopping in a car. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah it must, must be nice. Well, look, man. Here, here's what I would tell you. It's not my fault. Let's just put it that way. Move along, Max. And here's what I would tell Pat. It is. You said it must be nice. It is. It's nice. 100%. Yeah, it's it's nice. Nice. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's not my fault. Meanwhile, we're like, yeah, we're in the lower bowl, dog. Saw Key, the game. Key, it is your fault. You didn't grow up with it. It is your fault. What yeah. do you mean it's not your fault? It's 100% yeah. your fault. Well. Take credit. If I grew up one with million it, percent if I grew up with it I'd probably it's own crazy. a team, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, right. So, meantime, meantime, the Celtics were down 0-3, but now they're down 3-1. It's 3-1. Now we got to start talking about, well, no one's ever come back from down 0-3 before. That's true, but it's not 0-3 anymore. Now it's 3-1. So do we believe the Celtics can come back? Here is Mike Greenberg. You might have heard about him. Popular personality here at ESPN. His show follows this one. Greeny, you want to check it out if you don't already? Here's Mike Greenberg on what the Celtics are fixing to do. I was telling everyone that would listen to me, and mostly this was in airports and other places yesterday, that the Celtics were going to come back and win this series, or at least that they had a real chance to do it. And I will continue to use the tossing a coin analogy. Can the Celtics win four straight against Miami? It sounds unlikely. But in every game, they have a better than 50-50 chance of winning because they just are a better team. So taken each game unto itself, 
they should win every one of them. Right, but here's the thing, and Mike understands this because he's talking about um, coin tosses, right? So, Key, let's say they're 60% likely to win every game, right? So even if you're 60% likely to win every game, the reason it's so hard to come back is even three games in a row means you're under 22% likely to win three games in a row because it's 60 times 60 times 60. You know, like that's how you do the math. So even if you are you know, better than a coin flip to win each game, you're way worse than a coin flip to win all three. And if you want to talk about four in a row, which is really not what it's about anymore because, again, they, it, it, they only need to win three, you're like 12% likely to do it. And then the fact that the other team is up 3-0 means they're better than you probably. The interesting thing here, Key, is all season the Celtics were better than the Heat. So maybe the, the Celtics really do have a better chance than it looks because they're the better team, they're the higher seed, all that. Yeah, but, but it's, it's simple math to me. I don't need to go into the four in a row, all the percentages. And I don't need to do that, right, Max? Because it's one game. All we got to do is win Focus one on game. that game. Focus on that game. Two of the three are at the crib. Mm-hmm. So if we can get the one, that's a high percentage, right? What's the right. percentage of them winning one game? Well, probably right? better than Fitlow. Here it is. Right? Better than 50%. Yeah. So let's win the one game. And then we'll and worry then about tomorrow, to tomorrow. Yeah. And then we'll worry about putting the pressure on them to win that one game. Then when we go back home in game seven, now the, everything's even. Now let's see what type of team the Miami Heat has when we're back home in Game 7. That is how you think about it from a professional athlete standpoint. You don't think about it as, oh, God, we got to win four games. Because guess why? We'll never get to the four if we lose. Yeah, we just, We'll never get to the three. We we'll ju- never get to the two. It'll be over. We're, we're showing you a graphic right now on ESPN2, and basically it just shows you that the Celtics for this upcoming Game 5 are favored in every way by the point spread, on the money line, the whole thing. To win this, you know, except to win the series, because as we've been mentioning, they're down three games to, to one. But, you know, everything else, money line and spread, Celtics, big favorites, big favorites for big game friends. five. So you worry about this one. And then if they win this one, now we have a conversation, you know, about tomorrow talking about, hey, now it's now it's three games to two. You know how many teams have come back down three games to two? A million. Right. And so we have a different conversation. Key, what, what else? You know, so Jay brought this up the other day. When Tatum plays, when Tatum scores, there's a difference between the way different guys score. Some guys, it's just so pure, right? Other guys, they got to force it a little bit. Tatum is so pure. T- Jay said it's like he's in harmony with the universe or something, when, right? The vibrations of basketball. I know what he means. Well, it's all like, scores are like that, though. Th- no, some scores, they got to force the issue a little bit more. No, not pure scores, man. Pure scores like Kevin Durant, yes. like, like Tatum. Right. Those dudes Who else? are pure scores. Who else? Uh, to me, Steph Curry's a pure score. Right, yeah, but you're mentioning uh, those those vibration dudes that Jay is talking well, about. Well, of course, that, that's the level that he's on. So that's you're going to get, get that on top of his length. I mean, the dude is already tall. And then when he extends, he's even taller. I mean, he's long. He's in, he, just like KG. K, I mean, KG, not KG. Uh, KD. KD, too yeah. many Ks. It, they, they, they're so long that they can almost score from anywhere on the floor because they're like go-go gadget, right? Mm-hmm. They can just extend at some points where no matter what the size is of the defender, they're always going to have the advantage because of their size. There's just something about, like, when you think about Jordan or Kobe, as they were smooth, but they were 
imposing their I, will I, on it the deliberately game. Deliberately did mention those, right? Two, right, because they're different. That's hear what I mean. you. No, but they're different. <laughs> it didn't look that they were doing it like they were imposing their will on the game. Guys like KD and Tatum do it, and it looks like they're in harmony with you. They don't have to impose their will because they're like a, a, an instrument of the basketball gods or something. It's so pure. And, and when you have a guy like that, who, by the way, they were down 3-2, and he was one of 15 in the middle of the fourth quarter and hit four threes, and they won game six against Philadelphia, and then he came back setting a record for a game seven with 51 points. When you have a guy like that, Key, man, if I'm a Heat fan, I'm, a, I'm not totally relaxed right now. I don't feel like it's a normal I'm up 3-1 in a series. I feel like this is a little different. They shouldn't be relaxed, though. The Heat fans shouldn't be relaxed. They're, the Celtics are probably getting ready to go to 3-2. Or 2-3, better yet. 888-SAY-ESPN. How do you guys feel about it? What about you, Heat fans? Celtics fans. Kyrie Irving, meantime, has a message for people. Who exactly is he talking to, KJM? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hear us on Sirius XM Channel 80. It's interesting, Key, because history of the NBA until recently has been whoever gets the best player in the trade wins the trade because superstars in the NBA have so much control over the outcome of games. But maybe that's shifting a little bit in the last five or ten years as just the level of play around the league rises, right? You have guys like – you have a lot of guys out there or more than there used to be like Mikhail Bridges who you know – Man, he's a real good role player. Like, real, he's a little more than a role player. But you don't realize until he gets more touches. Oh, damn! Pardon me. He's a lot more than a role player, right? So maybe See, I don't that's... look at it that way. I look at it if, if you trade the superstar player and you get the role players. Yeah. What did the superstar player do with that team? Did he win a championship? Did he do what they? The reason you get the superstar player is to finish the deal. Did he finish the deal? But I think that that's. It's harder for that superstar to finish the deal nowadays because in order to get him, when you have to give up those three, four draft picks and two or three role players, if it turns out one or two of those role players is really good, then the superstar comes to a depleted team. And then you look at the role player and you go, damn, he's better than I thought. But most superstars don't go to depleted teams. Think about it, Max. 
Who, well, like who, KD, who, they had to thin out KD. Yeah, they, but that's this unfinished product. He just got there. He missed time. Fair he enough. Was hurt. All right. I mean, it was only a couple weeks. Kyrie to Dallas, same thing. Yeah, same thing. They, they, they. That was that was like they were never going to win a championship that by year. adding Kyrie. So, so okay, that so year. so let's talk about the Lakers. Neither, neither for for me, for my money, neither was Phoenix. Right. I didn't believe Phoenix I guess. just because they got KD, they were going to win the NBA title. That was all the people with the hype. You know, looking at the back of the names. And by the way, that's why LeBron gets AD. As soon as he gets AD, title. But that's that, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's a little. That's why he's a little yeah. different. But but I will. I agree with you. I, we're on the same page. It usually it takes a year or two now to flesh out the roster, get depth, find guys who work, all that stuff, right? Build the chemistry. But in the Lakers' case, if you get Kyrie, you're gonna have to thin out the roster because there are too many guys. Cut like Be- Beasley has has an like sixteen and a half million, right? Hachimura and Austin Reeves are going to cost you. And so all of a sudden, if you get Kyrie with AD and LeBron, something has to give. And, and, and then key. Yeah, but you, you get – but, but the, see, the, the problem – not a problem. The good thing about the give is the Kyrie situation to the Lakers is for today. But that's it's what I'm for, saying. If you fit out tomorrow, the, 100%. If you feel like you can win a championship in the next two seasons. Huh? Two got, or one? Well, I say two because – what if you go to the finals and you lose? Because at the age of 38 every year is like five years earlier in your career. You know, if you 38 well, to 39 saying, what if, what and 39 you, what, to 40 for LeBron. What if they go to the championship and then they just lose? They just happen to lose, and then the next year they grab a piece from somewhere, and then they go on and win it. So I always give it a two-year win. But what I'm saying about the Lakers in this case is given LeBron's age, right? Well, he's going to he's 45. But each year will be a little less than the year before, right? Because, yeah. for example, just now he said, I'm better than 90, 95% of the players in the league. So next year he'll be better than 85%. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time he's admitted there's a little thin layer of players better than me. That's never been the case before. He's just said it out loud, right? So if you move to bring Kyrie in for the Lakers, you have to know that it's not going to take you a year or two to flesh out the roster, that you got enough right now. To, to make a run at the thing because you don't know how much longer, you know, as LeBron declines, you're the, that LeBron, AD, and Kyrie will get you there. You, so, so well, it's that's a, why you have to have a guy uh, in Rob Palinka who does the right thing by building the right roster of young players that are not high-salary guys mm-hmm. that can still go and you can see where their future's going to be. That's what good general managers. And he's anybody can be a great general manager with the USA team. Anybody right. we can hell, we can grab 12 dudes off the NBA and be great GMs. It's, we just want the top 12 stars. Your GM skills show me when you have to get lesser guys than the stars like like what Pat Riley's been able to do in Miami. Mm-hmm. That's real GM skills. So, You've identified players that could actually go that was not drafted are not high NBA caliber guys. So Palenka's shown an ability to do that already. There's no question. I mean, look, Austin Reese and Hachimura, right? All of a yeah. sudden, they're going to get expensive. Yeah. It's not an accident. Caruso in the past. Caruso, right. So he picked, so, so you can't, it's a good point. You can have confidence that even if he loses one or two of those guys, he'll be able to find something like that out there, some undervalued player that's, that, that works. That's good general managers. Anybody can find LeBron, man. That's not hard. Right, right. So... Kyrie Irving, anyway, there's been all this speculation, as you just heard, Key and I talking about it, all the speculation around where Kyrie Irving is going to land. 
So Kyrie has a message for people. I mean, I don't know exactly who exactly is he talking to here. Kyrie, who's a free agent guard, on his own Instagram, said the following. I just wanted to clear some things up. Like, I'm a free agent this summer, but I am in no rush to make a decision. And uh, the speculation around my name from all these individuals that get on TV and have these personalities, you know, these platforms. And, and I'm talking about the TV personalities, the, the sports folk that try to mix sports with politics and lifestyle. Like, when they speak on my name and, and, and they're talking about um, potential teams that I'm going to, can y'all please, I respectfully, like, I'm asking you, please stop paying attention to that. Like, I am in no rush to make a decision. He so, ain't talking to me. Yeah, because he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's not up at this hour, you know, <laughs> on either coast, you would imagine, to listen to us. So who is he talking about here? He ain't talking to me. I don't know. That's all I can tell you. He's not talking to me. That's all I know, Are you I saying know, he's Max. talking to me? I didn't I say a name. It doesn't sound like it to me. Big dog will bark. That's all I'm saying. Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie has said so like you know he and i have uh have on air debated stuff about um you know h- him as a player and different things like that but i've never i, I don't think he's referring to me here just because i can't ima- i can't remember I, when it would be like a I political lifestyle was, show i've been involved I in that's didn't talked say to Kyrie. He was talking to you yeah but that's what i'm asking who is he then? i don't whoever it is it's many people i'm sure hmm. i mean there's many people that discuss Sports and politics and his views and what he went through and what he dealt with oh, in yeah, his Keyshawn tenure. Johnson. No, he's not talking. I can I can't, promise you he ain't talking to me. I can't believe you would do that. Unbelievable, Keith. No, You're unbelievable. Not, You're unbelievable. Me, and, and so what he's gone through in Brooklyn, prior to Brooklyn and Boston and Cleveland, yeah. all of those people that take that and try to turn it into something is the ones he's talking to. Look, look now, Well, he's talking directly to the fans here. Listen to this. Stop mentioning me on Twitters. All y'all fan bases, stop mentioning me right now, please. It is still the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Like, or excuse me, Denver's going to the finals. You know, we're still waiting for Boston and Miami. Can y'all please leave me this? Please, can I just be with my family in peace? Y'all got people at my dinner table discussing what my free agency plans are. <laughs> stop that. Y'all think it's funny. Please stop that. I, like, I actually like having peace of mind when I'm at the crib, right? Like, I, I see all y'all ads. I, I see all y'all mentions. Okay, I said it. I see all y'all stuff y'all be saying. I see all y'all memories. I get it. I get it. I'm just as excited as y'all are. But you got to chill, though. Well, see, that's going to be part of the problem. They're not going to chill because now you're addressing it. So you adding fuel to the fire by even addressing it, by even paying attention to it. You know, if, if Kyrie left it alone and didn't discuss it in a private public forum, Meaning private is his own, but yet and still, he's putting it out in the public. They gonna talk about it now because that's I, why we discussing it. Because if he didn't say this on what was it, one of those, what do you call it? Instagram. What, yeah, Instagram lives thingies. Yeah, they wouldn't even be. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. We wouldn't even be talking about Kyrie right now. We would continue to talk about the the Celtics in the Miami Heat. Although that's what we're gonna do throughout the show. But we wouldn't even be mentioning Kyrie right now. Our focus would be on the playoffs more so. But because Kyrie has made it a public thing, everybody's going to talk about it today. I, I, I hear what Kyrie is saying in a way because on the one hand, you'd be like, come on, Kyrie, it's an app, man. Just put the app down and, you know, it won't disturb you. On the other hand, the reality is it's not just it, – it's an app, but it's also social media. 
is also a lot of people's daily newspaper in real time. It's also yes. uh, like it's a lot of stuff rolled into one. And and it's and then he's admitting is what it is, Max. What's that? It's a disease is what it Whatever is. Whatever you want to call it. He, but what he's admitting is even if he puts it down, he's like other people are bringing it up because people have social media at the dinner table. He can't, you can't really escape it I'm if never, you're him. I'm never going to win this conversation. There's too many social media people in the world. Yeah. So I'm never going to win the conversation. But if you don't look at it and you don't deal with it. Well, you what if your family's dealing it. with it and looking at it and talking to you about it? They know you don't have it, you don't deal with it, they're not going to bring it to you. Trust pa- me. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, spoke about what's important to him. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the ESPN app. Scroll down to live radio. You can take us with you. We're right there. Key, uh, yo. So... Sean Watson signs a $230 million deal, fully guaranteed day one, because he was treated as a special kind of free agent, and Cleveland knew they had to really be the highest bidder by a lot to entice him, so they came in with 230 Oh, that's the new market. And all the owners said, no, 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 that's not the new market. And, and they brought it up a little bit at a time, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and then this year, uh, Jalen Hurts, 179, scraping 180, and then Lamar Jackson, 185. They're going up like $5 million at a time. And to me, that was a clear signal. We're trying to keep you all under two hundred million, right? It was Herbert Burrow? We'll give you another five, another five. You're still under two hundred. But the one dude who you've pointed out, and I agree, they'll be like, "All right, he maybe could touch two hundred or pass two hundred." Is Patrick Mahomes? So then the question is, what's Patrick Mahomes going to get? Is he going to hold these dudes up? Or is he going to do what, what is called a quote-unquote team-friendly deal? Which, according to Key, Key, what's a team-friendly deal? Every deal. Every deal's team-friendly when it gets every, done, right? Every deal's team-friendly when it gets done. It just depends on how we want to uh, couch it and, and tell it to the public, right? Every deal's a team-friendly deal. And when it's not, when it's like, he doesn't want a team-friendly deal, it means they're still negotiating. Exactly. Yeah, I love that one. Highest per year contract in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers is over $54 million. Lamar's at 52 Jalen Hurts is at 51 Russell Wilson, 49 This is on ESPN2 right now. Kyler Murray, 46 46.1. And then Deshaun Watson, 46 Patrick Mahomes, 45 the I'm, big f- I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you didn't do the who, who, who doesn't belong. <laughs> which one of us isn't the yeah, same? Which, the old Sesame which one doesn't belong in this category? Yeah, well, actually, I think there are two that don't belong in there. Who are the two that don't belong? I'm not saying it. You say it. Right in the middle. I would never call someone's name out, but I will say uh, the names I'm thinking of rhyme 
with Wussel Rilson and Myler Curry. All right. Patrick Mahomes spoke about what's important to him, Key. Here he is at the Chiefs, uh, at the press conference, the Chiefs quarterback himself, best player in the game. Listen to what he says is important to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I always keep me and my agent and the team I always keep open communication. Uh, and we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to, I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. Yeah, that's easy. I did the same thing. Everybody does the same thing. Best for the team. You know, at the same time, I got to keep my family and everybody else in mind, but I also want to help the team. So I'm going to do what's best for all of us. We all can come to the same agreement to make, you know, the most what makes the most sense for us to get a deal done. That's, that, that's, that's what it is. They all do that. Everybody. There's nobody that has signed a contract at the quarterback position that makes it all about them in the end because they realize that they will not be as successful if it was only them. So they're going to take what they're supposed to take, and then they're going to leave just enough wiggle room for everybody else to touch a little bit. You know, it's like being at the dinner table, man, trying to get some food. Mm-hmm. You want that, right, Max? Mm-hmm. you like, okay, they all got theirs. They got some on their plate. I'm good. I'm going to grab a little bit more, but I'm going to leave just enough just in case somebody else wants seconds and thirds. You take as much as you can get without yes. leaving nothing for anyone else. Yeah, you know, you don't want to leave the, you don't want to leave the plate empty because right. then you're going to look real crazy, right? Even, even in your own life, without thinking about money and stuff. Think about this, though, Max. You go into your refrigerator, mm-hmm. you got whatever beverage, milk, whatever, juice, whatever. You don't typically pour it all. You leave enough just to get somebody's uh, beak wet, just enough. <laughs> you remember Harlem Nights, you know? Key? You, you remember Harlem Nights, Della Reese? Don't leave a swallow left in the in – the, just don't leave a swallow, she's you, telling Red Fox. Yeah. Red but Fox told leave, her, well, why don't you swallow it and <laughs> – <laughs> you're gonna Shut leave up. just yeah. you're just gonna leave just enough that that person gets his palate nice and wet. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, but you don't want it. But see, even there, you can't just leave a little swallow. You got to leave enough so that they got a little drink. Because if you leave a little get, swallow, everyone knows what you're up to. Yeah, but you're going you, you're not leaving a full glass, man. Right. You leaving enough enough so that just you enough. pour something. It, but you yes, know, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> they're gonna replenish and get a new whole jug or whatever it was gone anyway. You're gonna go to the store. You're gonna get a new one. They, the the owners are gonna go to the salary cap. And they go get some more money. So Patrick Mahomes. So next time someone reaches for the orange juice or whatever's in the fridge, <laughs> think Patrick Mahomes. And you just just think Patrick Mahomes when you start to pour. When you know I you, mean, you got a lot left. Yeah, and and look, when you start talking about the money part of it, he's going to surpass two hundred million dollars of guaranteed money. I, I have no doubt about it. Hmm. I mean, I, I I would almost bet anything that he's going to surpass it, and not by fifty dollars either. Really, you think like, they're going to crush it? Is he going to hit Deshaun Watson? He'll be his next deal will be some crazy ten year, you know, seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, but what's the guarantee, Key? And the the guarantee will probably be close to three hundred million dollars. So he's going to smash Deshaun. He's going to smash Deshaun. So okay, so in that case, the owners are looking at 
Burrow even, but also Herbert, Lamar, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Say, listen, guys, you ain't Patrick Mahomes. No, no, but they can't get what he gets. On top of that, you also got to look at the organization. The organization in, in Mr. Hunt and family in Kansas City, they don't mind paying players. Right. We've seen that. Cincinnati they don't mind and San players. Diego or, or now Cincinnati L.A., not so much. The yeah. Chargers have a history of kind of, you know, working with you, but not setting the marketplace to a whole nother level. Now, Joe Burrow's Ohio kid, he's going to do a team-friendly deal. Because mm-hmm. guess what? He wants to keep Chase, and he wants T. Higgins to get a little swallow. And if they got to redo uh, mixing or something like that, he wants to keep his Chase gets together. a full glass. T. Higgins gets what's left. Maybe it's yeah, not well, a full yeah, glass, maybe, yeah. but it's not a sip either. Yeah, he's going to get some. And then out west with the Chargers, Herbert's going to get some. But then they got to make sure there's some more money for some other players there. All these guys are going to get money. I'm not crying for any of them. Patrick. Patrick Mahomes, I almost said Patrick Young. Patrick Mahomes uh, spoke also about helping the quarterback market. Listen to this, Key. You just want to do whatever to not hurt other quarterbacks whenever they their contracts come up. You want to kind of keep the, the bar pushing. Um, and so I, it's not about being the highest paid guy. It's not about making a ton of money. I'm, I, I've made enough money where I'll be set for the rest of my life. Um, but at the same time, you got to find that line where you're making a good amount of money, but you're still keeping a lot of great players around you so you can win these Super Bowls and you're able to compete in these games. At the same time, right? Everything is, well, I don't want this, I don't want that. But at the same time, I got to keep know, that market moving. Got to keep them. So look, it's not that I the, want the money, but what about everybody else? Therefore, I need more money. Yeah, it's it's fine. He deserves it. He's supposed to get it. This is not even an argument conversation. He has a longtime quarterback agent in Lee Steinberg, who's been around the block, who's an old wizard, who knows how to manipulate the salary cap and do certain things for quarterbacks, and he has a relationship with the Hunt family in Kansas City, and he's their guy. So when you're the guy, they give you open checkbook. And he'll have an open checkbook. So, meantime, speaking of a guy who got paid, maybe not exactly what he wanted, but one too shabby, Lamar Jackson. And he's got a new offensive coordinator. Just how excited is he about it? KJM. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
When he went no huddle, and they started to make plays. All the big games but light on time? Let us catch you up. Definitely not fun ever playing against no huddle offense. Let's run the no huddle. Whether you huddle, whether you don't huddle, it still comes down to just the execution. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max just keying me today. It is time for no huddle. Nuno. All right, guys. We'll start off with Lamar Jackson. Obviously, he has a new contract. He showed up to OTAs, and he has a new OC. And he was talking about that new OC and specifically the new offense yesterday. I mean, just being able to throw the ball down the field. You know, we sometimes, sometimes, you know, we can't. Running, not going, running can only take you so far, you know, and I feel like with, with this new era of uh, teams and offenses in the league, I, I feel like we need that, and Coach Todd Monken, what I'm saying, his offense so far is looking tremendous. Key, have the Ravens done enough to surround Lamar so that he can take it to the next level, whatever that next level is with, a, with Lamar? I believe so, absolutely. No question about it. When you think about it, he mentioned Todd Munkin, the offensive coordinator coming over from Georgia. They got OBJ, right? They got Nelson Aguilar in free agency. So when you look at two veteran wide receivers, then they draft Zay Flowers. You got uh, Duvernay. You got Bateman. You got Andrews at the tight end position. And he is 100% right. You cannot run the football on third and five and third and six. The stuff that they was doing in the past, you'll mess around and get your $200 million quarterback hurt when you're doing those things. And he can't throw the football. They've done enough. I think so, too. If you look at the receiving core, first of all, Lamar Jackson has won almost every game he's ever played in. <laughs> and, then, and if you include the leads he's had late in games, right, it's absurd, his winning percentage. But, and that's with through injury and everything and no receivers, and, but still got his tight end. They added three different dudes who maybe could be number ones. Maybe. Like, let's see what Odell has left. Let's see if, if Bateman can ever get there. And now Zay Flowers, yo, it's Matt, a Max, lot. I met Zay Flowers a week ago at yeah. the rookie premiere. Yeah. Yeah, huh? I like him. Like that, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. him. Because yeah. he, he's smaller, but he built like a pit bull. Mm. And he just looked fast. They got he just He just looked fast. He, I just, I laughed him. I'm like, dude, look fast. He, he, they went from having no receivers to three different guys. Now they're injury risks, this and that. But like, plus well, your yeah. tight end, you got a lot of dudes to throw that ball to. All right, I was just telling Pat, he looks fast, at least to, to me. Yeah, but because but that's the athlete eyeball test. you got to respect that. You, you don't understand what that means, huh, New? <laughs> no, I don't. It means he's got the I mean, calves. He's got the little bit of the no, bow-legged, the calves, you, you, the whole you, thing. If, if, if a dog was chasing you, you'd be in trouble, New. He definitely get caught. Yeah, oh, he get caught. He ain't getting away he get at caught. all. He ain't getting away at it's all. It's a wow-wow pit. Oh, man. It's a wrap for New. But you can look at a dude though new, and he looks right. And I, I tell I tell Max this all the time. He asked me about Justin Fields. I said, "Man, Justin Fields just look right. Everything about him, the uniform, the calves popping out the socks. That it, it looks like he's coordinated. Uniform. Yeah. He looks right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Speaking of Justin Fields, Justin Fields talked about the fact that he has stability going into this year. 
it's the first, you know, season I'm going into where it's, you know, my second year knowing the offense. So definitely feel, you know, more comfortable um, in it just with my reads and stuff like that, you know, just seeing what the defense is doing and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's truly amazing um, when you just have that feeling going in, kind of, you know, knowing where your guys are going to be more comfortable with the footwork stuff. So, you know, it's been great. You know, I'm just excited to be able to lead this team and uh, to be able to reach new heights. So. Key, what will stability do for Justin Fields going into this year? I think it'll do a lot. It puts him in a position to have an opportunity to win the division. The way that I've always looked at it, Max, and you know this, I tell you all the time. First year, I don't need you to do anything. Just figure out how to get to the damn stadium. That's what he did with Matt Nagy. Second year, learn how to play football. Just understand what being a professional is all about. Third year, which he's entering now, like he said, he's got a better understanding of the grass of the offense. And second year, all those sort of things. Now you're getting ready to be a Pro Bowl type player. And I'm not talking about just Pro Bowl because you're the 19th alternate. I'm talking about solidifying yourself as one of the top quarterbacks in the NFC, not on potential, but on certain promise. And now you start to embark on something, winning the division, fighting it out with the Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings and Green Bay Packers to come down to the last couple games of the season and say, hey, we got an opportunity to win this division. He's got a lot of promise in him. A lot of times the big jump is between years two and three. That's the year he's going into. He had them in a lot of games. His, By the way, his QBR was right in the middle of the pack in his second season, had him in a lot of games with nothing, no offensive line, no one to throw the ball to, just getting used to a new situation. There's a real chance because it happens in the NFL a lot, worst to first. They, I'm not predicting they're going to have be in first place. They'll have a lot more wins they did last year, double it at least, but they might. They're a candidate to go from worst to first. All right, and I'm just going to tell Yates to play this. Yates, just uh, Mike McDaniel, like what? kind of looks like bullying. Like it's just uh, a guy being attacked and going to the ground and then how to um, transfer energy to disperse it and not have a central impact focus. It's something that, you know, it makes you think, hey, why haven't we detailed this before? Just picture this. It's a lot of strategic falling that is patterned after things that happened to our quarterbacks during the season. There's a bunch of different movements. I'm sure they have names. I couldn't describe them adequately. The best thing I have is, yeah, they're getting taken to the ground in the fashion they got taken to the ground in as best replicated in the course of their playing experience. Apparently, he was talking about Tua's martial arts training. What? Key, go ahead. What? I, I don't know anything about transferring energy and doing all that when you're getting ready to get slammed to the ground. I have no idea what he's talking about, but if it's about protecting Tua as he comes to play this season, they have to protect him. You can't allow guys to come scot-free. I don't give a damn if it's line protection, if it's picking up blitzes. That's scot-free. That means somebody's coming to get you. That means you're not protecting the quarterback. And I'm all for doing whatever you need to do to figure out how to protect your quarterback and keep him out of harm's way. Now, I don't know, Max, anything about getting grabbed and then transferring my weight a certain way to stop my head from hitting the ground. I don't know that. I just know playing as long as I played in the National Football League and taking as many hits as I've taken – when Rodney Harrison is bearing down on you at the safety position and you're running a dig route, I know how to protect myself. But when I got somebody coming scot-free like Quentin Williams because my offensive line whiffed on the block, that means you're coming scot-free. 
That means somebody is coming to get you. When Von Miller all of a sudden beats your tackle and your back is turned, that's Scott Free. That's what my concern is. It's not about he got his concussions because people were coming scot-free. Oh, here's Dan Orlowski, huh? Dude, at Keyshawn, Tua didn't get injured by guys running scot-free, got injured by poor O-line uh, placing, bad running back blocking, and him holding on to the rock too long. Dan, is that not scot-free if somebody isn't blocking? Well, what the hell? You played in the league. Be smart, man. Don't look for clicks. Scott Free means that somebody is not blocking. They're not picked up. They're not protecting. They come Scott Free. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.